this is part two of NYG New Era, NFC East trade. In the first episode, I talked about the Eagles acquiring Kevin Fire. They saved me from Tennessee. He's a damn good player. Now, in this episode, I'll, I'll, I'll continue talking about players that the New York Giants should trade. In the first episode, I talked about acquiring either um, Derrick Henry from the Titans or my other son, my uh, Josh Jacobs from the Raiders, because Josh McDaniels, the asshole Mark Davis, is a punk bitch and shit. And he had destroyed his father's legacy. And they don't even use the boy. He got fresh legs. And with Saquon being injured. And Matt Breida is the answer. And now that uh, 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 the rookie boy is on IR, we can use Josh Jacobs' service. When you got a physical style of running back like that. And you, they're going to have an egg like John Jingle Hyman Smith. Of course, we also know there's an Alabama connection. You know, I don't think he played for Avenue, but they Alabama. So there you go. Now I'm talking about whether Courtney Sutton, who I think should be a trade talk for the NYG. Because I think we can make a still make a playoff pitch game. Because as you can see, these teams ain't all that. The Lions ain't who I thought they were. The Ravens kicked their ass. The Vikings beat the 49. I said Purdy was played like an egg against the Giants. And he got exposed to be an egg. He got a big egg concussion. He got a night for him. We got a top draw. We got a change. He's got a lot of fines so far this year, but now he gets suspended. And it's a big suspension, like I said, four games. So, initial thoughts were the hit warranted an ejection. I know people can really nitpick it and go, it was to the shoulder, he didn't lead with the head, yada, yada, yada. No, it was a big hit. It was a blind I side think hit. Courtney certainly be a low. section of the fan base out there going, wait a minute, we just beat the Packers. That means we're no longer sellers, right? That's how this works. No. No backlash. Remember when Denver beat the Jags right before the NFL trade deadline and people thought maybe they won't sell anymore. Maybe they can figure it out. Touchdown of the year. The guy only had four touchdowns combined over the last two games. So his value has gone way up. Jerry Judy also helping the cause to increase boom. Look at these three guys on screen right now. Cortland Sutton, six receptions, 76 yards one touchdown his fifth touchdown of the year the guy only had four touchdowns combined over the last two seasons so his value has gone way up jerry judy also helping the cause to increase his value right before the october 30th good trade for large jp because of highlight real jaleel and bowling ball javante williams i think he could offer his services to another team Looking to make a push that's a little bit banged up at the running back position. I still believe all three that's players nice, somebody should be just traded glad. as long as you get good returns. I'm not saying trade him for anything, but if you can get a second round pick for Sutton and Judy and a fifth round pick, for you ain't getting no Ryan, second round pick. Of course, more like a sixth Specifically round. at Judy and Sutton so far this year. Sutton has been the better receiver. There's no question about that, right? Yeah, he got five to- Shit! All of a sudden got more receivers than, 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 than the giant whole receiving squad. Shit! 
This Nick, this this dude got five touchdowns on. Fuck yeah, send that motherfucker to the NYT. Shit. A little bit cheaper, right? Suds got a services for the next four games. Let me roll that shit. He won't sell it. Portland Suns, six receptions, seventy. So I'm not going to let a win over Green Bay with Jordan Love. I believe that's a low risk, high reward kind of a trade if we got him. Look at these three guys on screen right now. John Payton will take a six or a seven round pick. Plus, we got ties with Sean Payton. He won the Owls, a former Owls. He won the Owls, guys. This is a high risk, I mean, a low risk, high reward type of trade candidate, Giant. For everything that y'all worry about, Darius Slayton dropping and shit. He will pick up the fucking slack. Shit. And one touchdown, his fifth touchdown of the year. The SMU too. touchdowns combined over the last two So his value has gone way up. Jerry Judy also helping the cause to increase his value right before the October 31st deadline. Five grabs for 64 yards. And Samaje Piran, despite being an RB3 because of highlight reel Julio, and bowling ball Javante Williams, I think he could offer his services to Boy, another that's team. that's one of my kids, too, Javante Williams. Shit, they run all the way with him. I'll be, I'll welcome him to the NYG open arms. Looking to make a push that's a little bit banged up at the running back position. I still believe all three of these players should be traded as long as you get good returns. I'm not saying trade them for anything. But if you can get a second-round pick for Sutton and Judy and a fifth-round pick for Samaje P. Ryan, I would do that in a heartbeat. Now, looking specifically at Judy and Sutton so far this year, Sutton has been the better receiver. There's no question about that, right? But the things that go in Judy's favor are a little bit cheaper, right? Sutton's got a bigger contract for longer, whereas Judy's has got the fifth-year option for next year at $12.9 million. But Sutton has been the better player. Five touchdowns, 351 yards, a much more reliable option for him. If you can get a second round for Judy and Sutton, which is pretty crazy to think about, but if I told myself back in July, or maybe, actually, if I told myself back in like April when the trade rumors were really at their peak regarding these two players, we all real, them funky ego will try to land one up. Portland Sutton has a higher so- trade value than Jerry Judy. They're child I would have laughed at myself. But right now, I would say you could probably get more for Cortland Sutton than you could for Jerry Judy. Now, looking at the last four years for Sutton, he has really saved his career in some ways, right? Like I said, four combined touchdowns from 2021 to 2022 after tearing his ACL in 2020. But a big bounce back season. He is running faster. His routes look a lot sharper. And the results... This dude on pace for about 1,000 yards. Compared to the last two years, 829 yards was the highest of those two seasons. And he is really starting to develop a nice chemistry with Russell Wilson, right? You look at the stats with uh, Cortland Sutton and Russell Wilson. 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns in 21 games. These two players are really starting to pick it up in the last few weeks. So I could see the argument of, wait a minute, why are we about to trade away Russell Wilson's best party, right? His go-to guy. These two are really starting to form a good connection. This could be a one-two punch for as long as Russell Wilson is behind center. And for me or for you and people like that, I would say, 
get a second round pick, save about $28 million, get that Portland Suns contract off of your books over the next year or three, that's hard to pass. Right? Again, after a win, vibes are high. Every win in the NFL feels like a Super Bowl victory. That's what happens when you only play 17 games. But if you can get a second rounder, get all that money off your books, and you're 2-5, I think it's going to be a pretty good deal. And that's a tough one to pass on. But if you had to pick one player to trade, Judy or Sutton, who do you want to trade? you want to give up on the first rounder, Jerry Judy? Or do you want to... Try and move on from Cortland Sutton, who has been, you know, a captain of this team, one of the longest tenured players on this team, and get rid of his contract in some ways, which is a good or bad thing, depending on how you're looking at it, right? On one hand, hey, it's very expensive, so every team's always looking to save some money. But on the other hand, he's locked up for the next two seasons beyond this year, so a team would have a lot of control and not have to extend him the moment they trade for him, kind of like Miami did with Bradley Chubb last year. My pick, I would trade Jerry Judy. I would trade both of them. But if I had to pick just one guy, meaning George and Sean give me a call saying, we decided we want to hold on to one player. Let me see you. It's Cal Terry's bomb. Don't let anything stand between you and Cortland. On to trading Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. What did we talk about yesterday? So there are, I think it's smart, there are certain NFL positions uh, that you just avoid trading. Uh, it's really hard to find great players. Quarterback, obviously, left tackle, dominating defensive tackle. They call it in the NFL the planet theory, termed by George Young, the great New York Giants former GM. The planet theory is the planet only creates so many six foot, six and a half, 320 pound men with agile feet. Uh, there's just a limitation on gigantic men with length, power, and agility. Uh, you know, you probably don't want to move off Reggie White or Aaron Donald in his prime or Fletcher Cox or, you know, Chris Jones. Beware. Wide receiver, though, is interesting. And it's interesting for a lot of reasons. They're a position I would move into sometimes but off of frequently. The reason being is Calvin Johnson was 6'5", 235 and great, and Tyreek Hill is 5'10", 190 and great. All shapes, all sizes. Some are small, some are lean and skinny, some are thick and Quan Bolden, some aren't even fast. Puka Nakua now is tearing up the NFL. Why? Because he's very clever and finds space in zones. And since the NFL now overwhelmingly plays zone defense, speed Speed alone isn't as valuable as it used to be, although Tyreek Hill is amazing. He's the fastest guy in the league. But it's more valuable to have multiple guys on a staff that are smart and can figure out crevices in a zone because everybody plays it. And so I think if you are uh, Denver, Patrick Sertan, people are saying, uh, the corner, what can you get for him? Remember, there is a shortage of corners in the NFL. Everybody wants a great one, and there's about four. And Patrick Sertan is one of them, and Albert Breer talked about this yesterday on our show. I don't even know what you would offer for someone like Sertan, but the the Broncos need picks, so they're going to listen on everybody. I don't think they move Sertan. I think Sertan's a building block for them going forward. I certainly think that guys like, you know, Judy and Sutton and Garrett Bowles and Justin Simmons and, and Josie Jewell would be in play. You have to give him a lot to get Sertan. Yeah, uh, it's, it's just, I've, you know, I'm sure you've talked. I've talked to people in the league, and they're like, every team, it's not that hard to have 
two great receivers and two others that are capable. Try to find a second great corner. Like the Jets have them, that's about it. Like the Broncos have Sertan, the other one's not working. It is hard. And I think a lot of it is, it's a glamour position. And young kids are always on the forefront of cultural changes. Could be shoes, it could be football. The money now, quarterback, wide receiver, and great edge rusher. That's who's getting paid. California high school football, you can't find great running backs. 60 great receivers. We missed out on Belichick's not untouchable. You know, we, we haven't talked about the game we like best this week in the NFL. You know, usually there's one that pops up, Colin. Like the Patriot game? The cornerstone piece of this franchise. The you know, it'll be a damn crime if that damn Howie Roadman go get Patrick Sertain. <clears throat> or uh, 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 John Lynch. Somebody like that shit. For a player like Jerry Judy, who hasn't been <clears throat> productive in the NFL, like he, he kind of went out the way of you. So, so mediocre. It'll take a really good head coach to get in his head and bring out the best in his ass and shit. I know that a lot of you giant fans was there. I'm telling you now, that Cortland Sutton is the missing piece to our offensive uh, wide receiver unit. I believe, and plus, you got to realize Slayton is on here. Like, this is a low, I feel it's a low-risk, high-reward. Them Bronco hole um, receivers work well with, with, with us. I don't know what it is about that mile I have. When they come to Matt Lice, they produce. And that big body receiver, that big body type like him. Woo, I can see Tyrod Taylor throwing downfield at his ass. And a running back like Josh Jacobs. Or Derrick Henry. And then maybe trade for Derrick Brown. I'll be shot at the Giants wide Patrick Sertain. Ah, that would be a shocking trade. You never had too many NFL safeties in the NFL. Or hybrid players, Shaq Thompson come to mind. Jeffrey Simmons would do that safety. You never had too many safeties, especially with the way Xavier McKinney been up and down. I'm just saying. But anyway, this happened in one Giants Thompson new era. I am going to bed, child. I just want to chime in on that. It's I had other podcasts I wanted to discuss, you know, shit about how um, white women don't wash their vajayjays. I could have talked about uh, uh, um, the Taylor Swift Kelsey shit again, white fragility and Taylor Swift to be particular. That's another time. I'm, I'm too old to stand up like this. Oh, the other thing I know, I'm talking about the upcoming JTS game. There'll be another one. Talk about the Jets. I think we're going to have a defensive battle. But the player we got to watch out for 
is uh, of course my son. My son, Breeze Hall. I like Michael Carter too. Breeze Hall, definitely. And that receiver they got, uh, he's damn good too. But Breeze Hall, we got man stuff. We can rattle Zach Wilson pump ass. If Tyrod, if we would steal that game from each other, I don't care if we beat these motherfuckers three to two. If we manage to win this and steal that game from the Jets, there's no way we lose to the Raiders. Because they are just fucking away. Well, we, while we in Las Vegas, unless I'm fighting. I'm on a tight budget, plus I got the, the warranty company not giving me much for a replacement. Child, what they give me for a refrigerator warranty company. I got to buy a whole new refrigerator. And which cost. Due to those obligations like that. I left a huge financial miracle talking about it. We got to allow me to free up some money. I would be in Vegas for that game. I want to see that sphere too. That big ass ball in the sky for me finish. Um, <sighs> I love being in Vegas in two weeks. I had that game marked, but all this, all all these unnecessarily shit just came out of me. Unexpected expensive came out of the blue. And the game, t- and then when I tried, oh, by the way, the ticket was sold out at the time, but I think there uh, will be some Raider fans that will resell their tickets. That's what I think. Yeah, most of the Giants, prior to season, most of the Giants game were sold out. Damn, we didn't think our season be this bad. I knew it would be shitty when they drafted John Jingle Hines Smith and our schedule tough. Yeah, most of these games were, were almost sold out when I, most of them were sold out. But I know because the Raiders have a terrible season. They probably some fans that's gonna sell, resell their tickets. We sell their tickets online, ticket exchange or whatever, and they'll be cheaper. Uh, I would love to be in Las Vegas. That's that's becoming my favorite playground. That's my favorite playground on the West Coast. Florida used to be my my, my other favorite playground. That damn Ron DeSantis down south, other than South Myrtle Beach. Tennessee becoming one of my favorite playground. Uh, that damn Ron DeCroxes and shit took over Florida. Not being like I still like the damn Ron Ball. And, 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 and Miami Beach. I still like the beaches and shit. That goddamn Ron DeSantis. The place I go when I want to go on a good cruise ship and shit. Other than this thing that docks in Baltimore. The fancier cruise ships are down in, in, in Miami. Shit. That goddamn Ron DeCroxes and shit. Anywho, football fans, 
that has been the, the latest NLCE's trade talk report. I don't know who the Crocs can about the trade. Shit, McLaurin. Nah, I ain't gonna say McLaurin. You never knew. They think a defensive player like Chase Young could be traded. Somebody Curtis Samuel. Maybe a trade candidate. I see his ass name. Now, I see his ass name in Kansas City. Somewhere like that. Curtis Samuel will be excellent. Good landing. Maybe not Cleveland. Maybe the Bengals. We'll see where King Henry, Josh Jacobs, and the rest of these guys land. And what the E-Girls will do next. Joe Shane, your ass need to be on that phone. That's all I know. And I'm out. Alright, this is part two of NYG New Era, NFC East Trade. In the first episode, I talked about the Eagles acquiring Kevin Fire. They safety from Tennessee. He's a damn good player. Now, in this episode, I'll, I'll, I'll continue talking about players that the New York Giants could trade. In the first episode, I talked about acquiring either J- Jerry, um, Derek Henry from the Titans or my other son, my uh, Josh Jacobs from the Raiders, because Josh McDaniels, the asshole of Mark Davis, is a punk bitch and shit. And he had destroyed his father's legacy. And they don't even use the boy. He got fresh legs. And with Saquon being injured. And Matt Breida is the answer. And now that uh, 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 the rookie boy is on IR, we can use Josh Jacobs' service. When you got a physical style of running back like that. And you they're going to have an egg like John Jingle Hyman Smith. Of course, we also know there's an Alabama connection. You know, I don't think he played with Avenue, but they Alabama. So, there you go. Now, I'm talking about whether Courtney Sutton, who I think should be a trade talk for the NYG. So, I think we can make a steal, make a playoff push run. But as you can see, these teams ain't all that. The Lions ain't who I thought they were. The Ravens kicked their ass. Uh... The Viking beat the 49. I said Purdy was played like an egg against the Giants. And he got supposed to be an egg. He got an egg. He got an egg. He got an egg. But they died for him. We got top raw. We got a change. He's got a lot of fines so far this year, but now he gets suspended. And it's a big suspension, like I said, four games. So, initial thoughts were the hit warranted an ejection. I know people can really nitpick it and go, it was to the shoulder, he didn't lead with the head, yada, yada, yada. No, it was a big hit. It was a blind I side think hit. Courtney certainly be a low. Action of the fan base out there going, wait a minute, we just beat the Packers. That means we're no longer sellers, right? That's how this works. No. No backlash. Remember when Denver beat the Jags right before the NFL trade deadline and people thought maybe they won't sell anymore. Maybe they can figure it out. Touchdown of the year. The guy only had four touchdowns combined over the last two seasons. So his value has gone way up. Jerry Judy also helping the cause to increase the move. I'm 
Look at these three guys on screen right now. Cortland Sutton, six receptions, 76 yards, and one touchdown. His fifth touchdown of the year. The guy only had four touchdowns combined over the last two seasons. So his value has gone way up. Jerry Judy also helping the cause to increase his value right before the October 30th Yeah, it's good, Trey. Some larger keywords. Now, Jack, I don't see him in the draft. Highlight real Jaleel and bowling ball Javante Williams. I think he could offer his services to another team looking to make a push that's a little bit banged up at the running back position. I still believe all three that's players should nice be traded as long as you get good return. I'm not saying trade them for anything, but if you can get a second round pick for Sutton and Judy and a fifth round pick for You ain't Javante getting no Ryan, second round pick of course. More like a sixth round. Specifically at Judy and Sutton so far this year, Sutton has been the better receiver. There's no question about that, right? Yeah, he got five. Shit! All of a sudden got more receivers than, 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 than the giant whole receiving squad. Shit! This, this, this dude got five touchdowns. Oh, fuck yeah, send that motherfucker to the end. Gee, shit. A little bit cheaper, right? Sutton's got a services the next four games. Let me roll that shit, bro. Portland Sutton, six receptions, 70. So I'm not going to let a win over Green Bay with Jordan Love. I believe that's a low risk, high reward kind of a trade if we got him. Look at these three guys on screen right now. Sean Payton will take a six or seven round pick. Plus, we got ties with Sean Payton. He won the Owls, a former Owls. He won the Owls guy. This is a high risk, I mean a low risk, high reward type of trade candidate giant. For everything that y'all worry about Darius Slayton dropping and shit, he will pick up the fucking slack. Shit. And one touchdown, his fifth touchdown of the year. The SMU guy only had four too. touchdowns combined over the last two seasons. So his value has gone way up. Jerry Judy also helping the cause to his value right before the October 31st deadline. Five grabs for 64 yards. And Samaj P. Ryan, despite being an RB3 because of highlight real Jaleel and bowling ball Javante Williams, I think he could offer his services to Cool, another that's team. one of my kids too, Javante Williams. Shit, they run away with him. I'll be I welcome him to the NYU open arms. Looking to make a push that's a little bit banged up at the running back position. I still believe all three of these players should be traded as long as you get good return. I'm not saying trade them for anything, but if you can get a second round pick for Sutton and Judy and a fifth round pick for Samaj P. Ryan, I would do that in a heartbeat. Now, looking specifically at Judy and Sutton so far this year, Sutton has been the better receiver. There's no question about that, right? But the things that go in Judy's favor, Right, Sutton's got a bigger contract for longer, whereas Judy's has got the fifth-year option for next year at $12.9 million. But Sutton has been the better player. Five touchdowns, 351 yards, a much more reliable option for him. If you can get a second round for Judy and Sutton, which is pretty crazy to think about, but if I told myself back in July, or maybe actually... If I told myself back in like April when the trade rumors were really at their peak regarding these two players. We all real no funky ego a child laying one out. Portland Sutton has a higher trade value than Jerry Judy. 
They're child lands. So. I would have laughed at myself. But right now, I would say you could probably get more for Cortland Sutton than you could for Jerry Judy. Now, looking at the last four years for Sutton, he has really saved his career in some ways, right? Like I said, four combined touchdowns from 2021 to 2022 after tearing his ACL in 2020. But a big bounce back season. He is running faster. His routes look a lot sharper. And the results... This dude on pace for about 1,000 yards. Compared to the last two years, 829 yards is the highest of those two seasons. And he has really started to develop a nice chemistry with Russell Wilson, right? You look at the stats with uh, Cortland Sutton and Russell Wilson. 1,100 yards, 7 touchdowns in 21 games. These two players are really starting to pick it up in the last few weeks. So I could see the argument of, wait a minute, why are we about to trade away Russell Wilson's best partner, right? His go-to guy. These two are really starting to form a good connection. This could be a one-two punch for as long as Russell Wilson is behind center. And for me or for you and people like that, I would say get a second round Save about $28 million if that Cortland Sutton contract off of your books over the next two seasons, give or take. That's hard to pass, right? Again, after a win, vibes are high. Every win in the NFL feels like a Super Bowl victory. That's what happens when you only play 17 games. But if you can get a second rounder, get all that money off your books, and you're 2-5, and five, I think it's going to be a pretty good deal. And that's a tough one to pass on. But if you had to pick one player to trade, Judy or Sutton, who do you want to trade? Do you want to give up on the first rounder, Jerry Judy? Or do you want to try and move on from Cortland Sutton, who has been you know, a captain of this team, one of the longest tenured players on this team, and get rid of his contract in some ways, which is a good or bad thing, depending on how you're looking at it, right? On one hand, hey, it's very expensive, so every team's always looking to save some money. But on the other hand, he's locked up for the next beyond this year, so a team would have a lot of control and not have to extend him the moment they trade for him, kind of like Miami did with Bradley Chubb last year. My pick, I would trade Jerry Judy. I would trade both of them, but if I had to pick just one guy, meaning George and Sean give me a call saying, we decided we want to hold on to one Let me see if Cal Turner responds. Don't let anything stand between you and Paul. When they're trading Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, what did we talk about yesterday? So there are, I think it's smart, there are certain NFL positions uh, that you just avoid trading. Uh, it's really hard to find great players. Quarterback, obviously, left tackle, dominating defensive tackle. They call it in the NFL the planet theory, termed by George Young, the great New York Giants former GM planet theory is the planet only creates so many six foot six and a half 320 pound men with agile feet uh, there's just a limitation on gigantic men with length power and agility uh, you know you probably don't want to move off Reggie White or Aaron Donald in his prime or Fletcher Cox or you know Chris Jones beware wide receiver those interesting and it's interesting for a lot of reasons. They're a position I would move into sometimes, but off of frequently. The reason being is Calvin Johnson was 6'5", 235 and great, and Tyreek Hill is 5'10", 190 and great. 
all shapes, all sizes. Some are small, some are lean and skinny, some are thick and Quan Bolden, some aren't even fast. Puka Nakua now is tearing up the NFL. Why? Because he's very clever and finds space in zones. And since the NFL now overwhelmingly plays zone defense, speed, speed alone isn't as valuable as it used to be. Although Tyreek Hill is amazing, he's the fastest guy in the league. But it's more valuable to have multiple guys on a staff that are smart and can figure out crevices in a zone because everybody plays it. And so I think if you are uh, Denver Patrick Sertan, people are saying, uh, the corner, what could you get for him? Remember, there is a shortage of corners in the NFL. Everybody wants a great one, and there's about four. And Patrick Sertan is one of them, and Albert Breer talked about this yesterday on our show. I don't even know what you would offer for someone like Sertan, but the the Broncos need picks, so they're going to listen on everybody. I don't think they move Sertan. I think Sertan's a building block for them going forward. I certainly think that guys like you know Judy and Sutton and Garrett Bowles and Justin Simmons and, and Josie Jewell would be in play. You have to give them a lot to get Sertan. Yeah, uh, it's, it's just... I've. You know, I'm sure you've talked. I've talked to people in the league, and they're like, every team, it's not that hard to have two great receivers and two others that are capable. Try to find a second great corner. Like, the Jets have them, and that's about it. Like, the Broncos have Sertan, the other one's not working. It is hard. And I think a lot of it is, it's a glamour position. And young kids are always on the forefront of cultural changes. Could be shoes, it could be football. The money now quarterback, wide receiver, and great edge rusher. That's who's getting paid. California high school football, you can't find great running backs. 60 great receivers. We missed out on Belichick's not untouchable. You know, we, we haven't talked about the game we like best this week in the NFL. You know, usually there's one that pops up, Colin. Like the Patriot game? The cornerstone piece of this franchise. The- you know, it'll be a damn crime if that damn how he rolled me go get Patrick Sertain. <clears throat> or uh, 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 John Lynch. Somebody like that shit. For a player like Jerry Judy who hasn't been... <clears throat> Productive in the NFL, like he kind of got out the way of me. So, so mediocre. It'll take a really good head coach to get in his head and bring out the best in his ass and shit. I know that a lot of you giant fans with it. I'm telling you now, that Cortland Sutton is the missing piece to our offensive uh, wide receiver unit. I believe and plus you gotta realize Slayton is on here like this is a low I feel the low risk high reward. Them Bronco hole um receiver work well with us. I don't know what it is about that mouth I have when they come to Matt like they produce and that big body receiver that big body type like him. Woo, I can see Tyrod Taylor throwing downfield at his ass. And a running back like Josh Jacobs. Or Derrick Henry. 
and then maybe trade for Derek Brown. I'll be shocked if the Giants go out of Patrick Sertain. That would be a shocking trade. You never had too many NFL safeties in the NFL or hybrid players. Shaq Thompson come to mind. Jeffrey Simmons would do that safety. You never have too many safeties, especially with the way Xavier McKinney been out the day. I'm just saying. Anyway, this happened in one giant talk new era. I am going to bed, child. I just want to chime in on that. If I had other podcasts I want to discuss. You know, shit about how um, white women don't wash their vajayjays. I could have talked about uh, uh, um, the Taylor Swift Kelsey shit again. White fragility and Taylor Swift, to be particular. That's enough time. I'm too old to be standing up like this. Oh, the other thing I know, I thought talking about the upcoming JTS game. There'd be another one talking about the Jets. I think we're going to have a defensive back. But the player we got to watch out for is, uh, of course, my son. My son. Breeze Hall. I like Michael Carter, too. Breeze Hall, definitely. And that receiver they got, uh, he's damn good, too. But Breeze Hall, we got man stuff. We can rattle Zach Wilson punk ass. If Tyrod, if we would steal that game from each other, I don't care if we beat these motherfuckers three to two. If we manage to win this and steal that game from the Jets, there's no way we lose to the Raiders. Because they are dysfunctional. Well, we, while we in Las Vegas, unless I'm fighting, I'm on a tight budget. Plus, I got the, the warranty company not giving me much for a replacement. Child, what they give me for a refrigerator warranty company. I got to buy a whole new refrigerator and which cost. Due to those obligations like that, I left a huge financial miracle job right away. That allowed me to free up some money. I would be in Vegas for that game. I want to see that sphere too. That big ass ball in the sky for me finish. Um. <sighs> I love being in Vegas in two weeks. I had that game marked, but all this, all all these unnecessarily shit just came around of me. And unexpected, expensive came out of the blue. And the game, t- and then when I tried, oh, by the way. The ticket was sold out at the time, but I think there are, will be some Raider fans that will resell their tickets. That's what I think. Yeah, most of the Giants, prior to season, most of the Giants game were sold out. Damn, we didn't think our season be this bad. I knew God be shitty when they drafted John Jingle Hines Smith and our schedule tough. Yeah, most of these games were were almost sold out when I, most of them were sold out. 
But I know because the Raiders have a terrible season. They probably some fans that's gonna sell, resell their tickets. Resell their tickets online, ticket exchange or whatever. And they'll be cheaper. Uh, I would love to be in Las Vegas. That's that's becoming my favorite playground. That's my favorite playground on the West Coast. Florida used to be my my, my other favorite playground. That damn Ron DeSantis down south, other than South Myrtle Beach. Tennessee becoming one of my favorite playground. Um, that damn Ron DeCroxes and shit took over Florida. Not being that I still like. I still like the beaches and shit. That goddamn Raleigh Saint. The place I go when I want to go on a good cruise ship and shit. Other than this thing that docks in Baltimore. The fancier cruise ships are down in, in, in Miami. Shit. That goddamn Raleigh Crocs and shit. Anywho, football fans. That has been the, the latest NLC East trade talk report. I don't know who the Crocs can about the trade. Shit, McClellan. Nah, I ain't gonna say McClellan. You never knew. They think a defensive player like Chase Young could be traded. Somebody like Curtis Samuel. Maybe a trade can't. I can see his ass naming. Now I can see his ass naming. Somewhere like that. Could have said you will, will be excellent. Could land in. Maybe not Cleveland. Maybe the Bengals. We'll see where King Henry, Josh Jacobs, and the rest of these guys land. And what the E-Girls will do next. Joe Shane, your ass need to be on that phone. That's all I know. And I'm out.